Everybody's been enjoying our beautiful follow-ups this year. We're getting great feedback. That's our bonus series where we follow up. We go back, we check in with a bunch of the callers that we can't forget, the ones where I wonder what happened to them. And the only place you can do that is Stitcher Premium. Stitcher Premium, you can also get a whole bunch of live shows you can't hear anywhere else. You can get your episodes ad-free. And you may notice that only the past few months of episodes are available in our back catalog. Well, guess what? At Stitcher Premium, there's over 200 episodes there. All 200 So if you want to go revisit some old favorites or you're a new listener, you want to catch up, Stitcher Premium is the place to do it. Go to stitcherpremium.com, sign up with the code STORIES for a free month trial, premium listening. That's stitcherpremium.com. The promo code is STORIES. Hello to everybody who I know personally. It's beautiful, anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names. No holds barred. I'd rather go one on one. I think it'll be more fun, and I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. Hello, Chris Gathered here. Welcome to a very intense and unusual episode. Beautiful anonymous. Before I explain more about that, just want to remind: Hey, if you are in the Bay Area of California. We're on our way. We're doing a live taping as part of San Fran Sketch Fest. That's on January 25th. Also doing a, a tribute to the Chris Gethard Show, January 24th. That should be fun. Me and a bunch of my friends showing clips and doing a Q&A and reminiscing about the old time. So I'd love to see you at one or both of those shows. And the live taping, San Francisco, Oakland, you've always been so kind to me. Say hi. Okay, I'll stop. I'm dragging my feet because I'm nervous to talk about this one. Guys, I've been doing this show. We're 200 episodes deep, just about 200 episodes in. And uh, if you've been listening for a while, you've heard. I've gotten better at it. I still get blown away by the calls. But back in the old days, sometimes I wouldn't know what to say. And, then you know, you do a thing long enough, and I've learned how to roll with punches. The punch that gets thrown in this episode is unlike any other that I've dealt with in the course of the show. It's... uh intense, makes me nervous. I have no idea what's going to happen when we put this out or or the, the there will be a debate about the the ethics surrounding this. That's it's the whole thing's wild. You can hear in my voice I don't even know what to say about it. It's a fascinating call no matter how you slice it and then there's a moment we'll start ramping up to it where you will see exactly what I mean. And it blew my mind. Enjoy the conversation. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, not much throughout my back. That's been the bulk oh, of no. the week. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, that's the worst. That I'm, happened to me last summer. I'm bouncing back, though. Oh, no. What's happening they with you? They got you doing the stretching? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, you got it. It makes a big difference. Yeah. This is what you wanted people to call for, right? Some physical therapy advice? Yeah, definitely. Goes a long way. <laughs> Goes a long way. Right, I've, been in, right. I've been in bed for two days, but I'm up and about now. Oh, no. Doing a lot better. Doing uh, a lot yeah, better. I'm, getting old. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks so much. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Now, what's happening with yeah. you? Not, not too much. I'm, uh, I'm technically at the bar at 4.30 on a Thursday, which I guess isn't a good look, but um, we got done work a little early, so. I think that's fine. A little post-work happy hour, right? Right? Yeah. I'm not a big drinker. It's just a place. There's like one place, like gathering place near where I work, so it's where we often end up. That's cool. You're out with coworkers? Yep, yep. Nice. Bunch of teachers. Yeah. Teachers, nice. Yeah. Teachers well, college, we're adjuncts. Down. I don't know if that Oh, counts. you're adjuncts. Yeah. You're adjuncts. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> What's an adjunct exactly? That means you, like, teach a couple courses a semester, but you're not a full-time professor at the institution? Yeah. Yeah, it means that they get to pay us, like, a tenth of what tenured faculty get to do the same work or more, um, which, you know, I sound better, but... uh but I like teaching, so it's fine. And I don't have to have a PhD to do it, so. That's cool. Yeah, my brother has started teaching some adjunct classes. Smart guy. Oh, really? Yeah. 
What's he teaching? He uh, teaches, he works in uh, like PR and stuff like that. So he's teaching some stuff that's related to that field loosely. <laughs> I was, I was at a, sorry to interrupt. That was rude. Um, I was at a, one of your, I guess this will narrow down what show I was at, but uh, where he came out and yelled at us for a little while. It was great. <laughs> so. Oh, good. Okay. So I know the general area where you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of colleges around there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I teach it. I teach it a couple, actually, but I teach it one that uh, I think you probably have some feelings about. Fascinating. Oh, okay. Is it across a bridge? Is it, <laughs> one, a, is it on the other side of a bridge? It's not, no, it's on the other side of a, of a state, one of the satellite campuses. Okay, I think I know what you could possibly <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have, I was, um, I have a story for you, but I want to preface with something so that you can decide if it's a story you want to talk about or not, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, so I have like a pretty crazy family. I know everybody does. Um, but I found some information out a few years ago, um, about my biological father and his family. Um, and um, I won't say who these people are and I won't like give any revealing information away, but one of his kids is somebody who I think you and like who runs in similar kind of like comedy circles and stuff. Um, okay. And I haven't contacted him or anything cause uh, I can explain why. Um, but it's possible that by telling the story, you'll have an idea of who this person is. So I don't know if uh, you want to talk about something else or. No, I say, I mean, sounds pretty interesting and uh, <laughs> let's just give it a shot. And then, you know what, if it starts to uh, trend upon something that feels like there's some ethical concerns, I'll just express that and we'll either pivot or edit or come up with a game plan on our feet. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good to me. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I was raised by um, the guy that I call my dad. Um, and when I was like, God, I was like maybe like late 20s. I'm 34 now, so a few years ago. Um, I was on the phone with my dad, and he was talking about how his um, his father, so my grandfather, had diabetes. And I said something about like, oh, I should be like tested for that. And he was like, well, you don't have to worry about it. And I said, why? And then he got real quiet, and he was like, Oh, no, I thought you knew. And so I said, no, what? And my dad said, uh, well, I'm your, and this is so sweet, listen, he, listen to this. He goes, I'm your dad, but I'm not your biological father. Um, and so he told me that he and my mom had split up um, for like a year. And over the summer, my mom went down the shore, down the shore uh, and came back pregnant. Uh, and my dad had already adopted her son who's my older brother um who he has a different father um than either of my dads when I think about it um but uh so when so they got back together and when I was born my dad just put his name on the birth certificate so there's no reason right to suspect that he wasn't my dad um so he told me that um and I don't know, I have like a weird he and I, they, my folks like divorced when, um, when I was like two. So my dad and I were close. Um, but he didn't have that like kind of, you know, he didn't really raise me. Right. We just kind of, I don't know, the older I got, the like, the closer we got, but just, he was just like an older, like steady presence in my life, but not somebody, I didn't feel like really betrayed or anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I went to my mom and I asked her um, about, you know, what the story was for a variety of reasons. Like my brother and I don't really get along. And I was, <laughs> I was concerned that we had the same father because I kind of held on to the fact that he was my half brother, which is shitty. Sorry, but it was, um, you know, uh, something that I, so my first question to her was like, is my brother's dad also my dad? And the answer was no. And so she told me this guy's name and where she met him in the work that he did. Um, and so I found him on Facebook, um, and I, I shot him a message and I was just like, Hey, like I'm an adult. I am well adjusted. I'm not looking for anything, but I think if I were in your shoes, I'd want to know you've got a kid. Um, 
And so he didn't message me back, which is, you know, totally understandable, um, especially as I was kind of like snooping around to see what his deal was. Um, I figured out that he's got three kids. So he's got two daughters who are younger than me and a son who's older than me. So that positions me in a kind of like precarious spot in terms of, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. The math Um, on that is interesting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So the the son is, uh, he's a few years older than me. And I think the daughters are quite a bit younger. Um, So, you know, I don't know anything about their family life. Cause like I said, I didn't um, reach out to anybody else. Cause I figured if he didn't, you know, if he wasn't into it, I wasn't going to like upset his family life. So, um, but the, the thing that I always think about is my, my brother who I do have contact with my other half brother, he sucks. <laughs> he sucks real bad. Um, and, uh, this other person seems, um, from, uh, his presence on the internet, just like a cool dude. He works on a lot of stuff that I'm already into. Um, and, uh, so it's like, uh, What's that movie? I haven't seen it. It's Sliding Doors, where it's like, that's the movie. Um, where, like, had things been different, right? That might yeah. be the person I'd be hanging out with at family reunions, not the, you know, incarcerated heroin addict, for example. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we're on the same page, and you might not know, mm-hmm. if there's if there's these half-siblings that are kind of, like, out in the world, one's older, two are younger— do you think your biological dad had the older one with one woman and the younger ones with another? Or is the implication that he maybe had an affair with your mom at some point? Yeah, so I don't I don't know. And that's why I, you know, he's the only one I reached out to. Um, it's hard to tell. My From what I can gather, and I don't spend a lot of time, like, I've probably, like, checked his Facebook maybe twice, like, just to, you know, whatever. Um but uh, it doesn't look like he's married now or anything, so I don't know what that um, what that means, right? Yeah. Have you thought about yeah, contacting your half siblings? No, no. Um, I think that again, the other the other two, the only one that I even like, the only reason I know much about the other one is because he has a pretty, I mean, not like super. Um, wide or like reaching internet presence really unless you like i i i don't i pay attention to like to comedy and that kind of thing so so for me he's somebody that i would have probably been aware of any way but um but all that to say like if i were him i would probably not be thrilled about some random person right <laughs> contacting me in the middle of nowhere out of, you know out of nowhere to like hey i'm your sister um like can imagine that that could fuck up some family dynamics. Yeah, that's such a tough call, right? Yeah. Because on the yeah. w- on the one hand, you're not looking to rock the boat for all these people who right. it was none of their decisions that led to this. But at the same time, exactly. I wonder if you thought too. There's a part of me that's like, well, if I had a sibling out in the world, I'd want to know them. Is that Do you think too? so? Man, that's such a tough call, right? <laughs> I'm not looking for you to give me the go-ahead. I'll just shoot him a message. But I don't know. Gethard said I should reach out to you. So. Yeah, this ain't exactly like me telling you to buy a record store. This ain't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a little different. We're talking about issues, you know. We're talking about yeah. drama, true drama. Yeah, exactly. Swirling yeah. around. I don't know, though. I don't know. Might might be... Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if someday you'll connect with them and they'll go. You knew for years, and we could have had a relationship for years. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, it's imaginary guilt now. God. Oh no! Well, that's the last thing I'm <laughs> trying to do is make you feel guilty <laughs> yeah, about no, having no, a no, secret no. family you didn't know about. <laughs> My poor dad, man. He let it slip. He just, I just, I felt him shrivel up. Like, yeah. How does he, I gotta ask? That was one of my initial questions. How does that just slip your mind? How is this something you didn't I, know? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm trying to my so my 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 dad. That's that's who. Like when I when I say my dad, that's who I mean. Um, he and my mom had a really not great relationship at all, and my mom is um, difficult. She's she's trouble in a lot of ways, and I think. My guess, and she would never tell me this, but my guess is that she told him 
that she told me and that like, I didn't want to talk about it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because she, yeah, she was not happy when she found out that I knew. Um, and, uh, she had it in her head that he did it to be spiteful, which I mean, my dad was a great guy. I don't think he had a spiteful bone in his body. Um, but you know, now, yeah, your dad and your mom separated when you were two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your dad did stay involved in your life? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Even though he had the knowledge that you were not biologically related yeah. to him. Yeah, he was the best. It's, that's I, a I think good about guy. That a lot. Just based yeah, on that, yeah. that's a good guy. Yeah, he was, uh, he was just like a stand-up dude, you know? He just is, um, just like, I don't know, always concerned with like doing what, what was right, I think, or what he thought was right anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. Wow. Yeah. He actually, um, he, he just passed away in July. Um, I'm sorry. And, uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> That's also a crazy story. I don't have all my stories are either nothing or crazy. <laughs> There's no in between, <laughs> but, uh, he um he was he he remarried right when I was young. Um, so my folks divorced when I was two. He remarried right before I turned like five um, to a woman who, um, short story long, had a like oh god what do they call it? It's like alcohol induced dementia. Um, and so she stopped being able to like work or take care of herself like a couple of decades ago. And he just was her full time caretaker. Um, up until he passed away. Um, like, that's what I mean. He just, once he takes responsibility for something, you know, or took responsibility, I guess. But, yeah. Excuse me. I just swallowed wrong. No, yeah. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> these things I'm happen. Glad I was worried you were sick. Oh, no. No, no. It's just these little real-life moments that show up on the show sometimes. <laughs> I swallows what it. I need to call I mean, them. I don't want that you're choking. No, it's okay. Now, did your dad, in that subsequent marriage, did he have any more children? No, no. Okay. She was a little bit older than him, too, so I don't know. You know, I'm not a doctor, but biologically and stuff, I think that those days were probably behind her at that point. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Now, when did you send this biological dad this message? Um, so it would have been like 2015, probably about 20, yeah, 20, 2014, 2015, right around there. And are you sure that he saw it? Because it could have just gone to that weird Facebook message requests folder. Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess. I guess it's possible he didn't. I don't... Uh. What if it's just sitting there four years later? <laughs> what if he would have God. responded so positively and it's sitting in a message request folder? You should send a follow-up <laughs> message through another platform. Another, find him on, a, I don't know, Instagram? Inst- I almost said Tinder. That's not the place. <laughs> Tinder, yeah. Go find your biological dad on Tinder. That sounds like the real way to settle this. <laughs> that shit happens though you know it does that's horrifying somebody somebody doesn't know they got a secret half sibling out there and they wind up out on a date yeah it's happened I'm right sure. i had a friend yeah no go ahead <laughs> no you go ahead you had a friend who what I have, uh years ago when that stuff first started it was like like actual websites before apps i had a friend he met some dude on like oh, i don't even remember what the website was called um but it was like a plenty of fish or something like that. Um, and uh, they figured out that they were half siblings before. So they say before anything happened, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> you imagine? No, no. Good Lord. Aren't you glad that you're married and don't have to worry about that shit? Indeed I am. <laughs> Indeed I Congrats am. Congrats on the kid, by the way. Thanks. He seems awesome. Uh, he's the best. He's fun to hang out with. He's like a legitimately <laughs> cool person he's only six and a half months old that's it seems like wow from my side it seems like it's been longer that's crazy yeah just rolling with the punches figuring it out figuring it out yeah so i don't know what i'm gonna i mean nothing i'm not gonna do anything about it i don't think 
but really, you I reached don't know. out once because I bet that a lot of people listening are sitting here going, "It went to that message requests folder." Why does Facebook have that message requests folder? Do you know about this folder? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I do. Where sometimes you get exactly. These messages that just go to that folder, and it's you don't even really know it exists. Then when you do, it's really hard to access. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to yeah, get to that maybe. thing. God, I um, when my uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe, 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 maybe I'll send one more. Or send um, a letter. Have you? Do you know an address or anything? No, no, I haven't. I that. Getting like that, I feel like Facebook, if it's public, like I find his profile, that's whatever, but digging down and finding an address and stuff feels a little invasive. I don't know. You got to try to friend request him first, so then the message goes to the <laughs> inbox. Friend was, God, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. My, um, the other thing too, and not to whatever, because he's probably a very nice guy, but we don't seem to align politically uh, in a lot of ways, and that's important to me doesn't seem to be the case with the half brother um he he seems very cool and now that's um, cool the half brother let's talk mm -hmm. about that because that's uh -huh. so, so you got a half brother who it sounds like on some level is living sort of publicly like a public figure yeah 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 so, can, so much so that i follow him on twitter and he wouldn't notice you know what i mean wow he's got some followers like i would notice yeah i would notice if a stranger were following me on twitter you know Damn. So you got this half-brother who doesn't know that he's being watched from afar. <laughs> Don't put it that way. He's being watched from afar by a few thousand people, you know? For sure. For sure. But he has no idea that one of them is his sister. Yeah, well, half. Is this, some, is this someone who, like, performs <laughs> Someone who goes on stage? Um, I think has. Mm. Is what I'll say. Like, I don't think that's, I don't know why I'm saying I don't think. That's not, like, his main gig, but but I know he's been, like, an extra in a few shows. And, like, I stumbled upon him once. Like, I was watching some some show. And I was like, fuck, I think that's so-and-so. And it was. So that's weird. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is not someone who, like... Because you had mentioned like similar circles to me, but this is not like a touring comedian where there's a chance they could come to your town and uh, no. you'd buy a ticket and be there. No, uh, I don't think so. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. But, uh, but similar circles in that like um, other, hmm, other podcasts that have comics talking to other comics, his name has come up more than once. Really? Where they'll be like, yeah, like recounting a story of something and this person's name will come up and I'll be like, motherfucker, there he is again. So, okay. <laughs> what are, are what, try to guess? no, I'm not going to try to guess, but what mm. are the odds? What would you say the odds are that I know this person? Uh, honestly, you want the honest odds, right? I would, my, well, I guess there's always room for error, but I would say like 98%. 98%. And when you say no, like, and, and that would be that that's the, like, oh, yeah, I know their work. Or you're saying 98% chance that I have personally met your half brother who you've never met. I think I might. Oh, I think the second one. Okay, so here's what I'll say 98.5%, you know, this person's work. Um, 85. I don't, I don't teach math, but like slightly less that. But I, fuck, I don't, there's, I, I would be very surprised if you haven't interacted with this person. <laughs> okay. here And this is up to you. It's not mm -hmm. up to me. And I don't want you to feel any pressure for the entertainment value of this show. If you're like, that's, uh -huh. that's way too much. I respect the answer. We'll move on. You can tell I'm very sincere in that and my voice. If no, you want to say the name, we'll bleep it. And I can tell you if I know your half-brother personally. Okay. Yeah, no, that's okay with me. You can know. Okay, yeah. All right. But you'll, you'll, okay. What you if it's someone who I, mean, I like I have his cell phone number in my cell phone? Stop, shut up. No, 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 no. There's a chance that could happen, no. though, it sounds like. I mean, maybe. I really, so that's, I, I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know. All right. It's up to you. I'll let you ponder it for a second. I mean, I'll, 
No, I mean, as long as it's more that like, I wouldn't want, I'm fine to, yeah, I would tell you. I mean, I guess I will. And you can tell me, but, but the bleeping is important to me. We'll bleep so. the hell out of this one. I promise you. Okay. That. I won't let old Harry okay. Nelson play his games. <laughs> what if I said like, what if, what if I said like fucking Al Pacino or something? And then you realize I'm just totally like shouting crackers. Don't know. Like, I really think that I would it's love not- it. Wow. We're going to pause. And I know sometimes I say, oh, pause now because that's a cliffhanger. But guys, biggest cliffhanger in the history of the show? I don't know. If you ever run into a situation where you're traveling, you're away from home, maybe it's the middle of the night and you need a doctor, that can be really scary. I travel all the time. I know this feeling. Coming down with something when I'm out doing stand-up and I'm in a city where I don't know anybody, it can be really nerve-wracking. I remember once being in Minneapolis and having to find a doctor last second and you're sitting there and you're stressing, my insurance, this and all these questions, right? Scary. Well, guess what? Teladoc gives you 24-7 access to board-certified doctors anytime, anywhere for non-emergency conditions like a sinus infection, allergies, flu, rashes, and more. Their board-certified doctors can diagnose, treat, and prescribe medication when medically necessary to be delivered to the pharmacy of your choice. Teladoc is available through most insurance or employers at $45 or less a visit. No appointments, no waiting rooms, you're not going to go catch germs at one of those urgent care units. You know, you're not going to go to the ER and it's going to be shockingly more expensive than you thought. Teladoc is here to get you back to feeling your best no matter when or where you are. Download the app today or visit teladoc.com stories to register today so you're ready when you need a doctor's care or schedule a doctor visit today. Don't forget to download the app or visit teladoc.com stories. Thanks to all our advertisers. Now, let's get back into this conversation because uh, this is getting intense. What if I said, like, fucking Al Pacino or something, and then you realize I'm just totally, like, shouted crackers, don't know. Like, I really think that I would love not- it. Wow. Is yeah. that a... That's yeah? So- that's someone I've known so- for many years. Yeah, yeah. I had a... F- wow, okay. Yeah, I had... <laughs> Based, well, no, just based on your description of uh, the lay of the land with them, I, I, I had a f- that that was the one friend I had who I was like, oh, this sounds like this sounds like it could vaguely be this person, and it was really holy shit. Can you? What about? Um. If I let, Harry, let's go ahead and flag this part too. This episode's gonna be weird because there's a lot of bleeped parts. <laughs> Um, because, okay, I'll explain it to you in one succinct sentence that will bleep. Um, okay. because the nature by which I, I thought I had a hunch would allow other people to sort of have some inroads. Gotcha. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess that narrows it down some. That's the one person who comes really f- to... That makes sense. Fits that. So, yeah. Harry, if we could make so, sure we well, bleep that, I de- that thing that allowed me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird yeah. one for me and uh, you and everyone <laughs> listening. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about it for. I've gotten in the like holding pen once or twice before. Not in a long, long time. Not just like maybe the first or second year you've been doing this, but uh, I, I go back and forth, like, if I would even talk to you about that for that reason. Okay, so now, so this changes things for you, right? So now that you know who this person is. Wow, yeah. Right? Here, okay. I mean, this is someone, <laughs> this is someone who's, uh, I, I, I don't have that person's number in my phone. Mm, okay. We we used to be much closer, and then you know people's careers go in different directions. You lose touch. Yeah, of course. 
this is an odd one. This is an odd one with some <laughs> strange conflicts of interest. I mean, totally up to you. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to put myself in the middle of it, but ob- obviously I should just state that because this is someone in my vague circles, if you ever do want to reach out, you're welcome to let me know. I'm not suggesting that that's something that needs to happen. And by all means, this show is entertainment and I'm not trying to put that out there. But this <laughs> no. is an odd, even for this show, which has had <laughs> so many, so many calls that have gone in different different directions no one expects. <laughs> the idea that we get one from you, hey, I have a secret <laughs> half-brother. He doesn't know about me, but you know God. him personally and have for decades. This is a weird one for even me. God. And this you know, wasn't a voicemail. Say, I... Let's let everybody know. This was not a voicemail. You randomly no. got through. This is like a one in I'm... a million. This is weird. Yeah, and there's, I mean, to be perfectly honest, there is a 50-50 shot I'd even say it. I think that if you guys, if I hadn't talked to somebody beforehand, and it was just you, and I hadn't had a chance to like, because I told them, um, and I was like, they're going to fucking hang up on me. There's no way they're even going to let me float this. Um, but uh, yeah, I would have been talking about, I don't know, like, how silly it is teaching college freshmen or something, which it is, but yeah. God damn, the world is a small place. <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't that it's so wild, right? strange how the world works? Yeah. That's one mm-hmm. of my main takeaways. Outside of your drama and the fact that I am now ensnared in it, <laughs> by the way, I'm now caught in this spider's web. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> I'm looking at the computer screen. 6,625 call attempts today. Now, Uh I I don't know if that means 6,000 callers. There's probably some people out there trying to dial 100 times in a row because I know some people. Yeah, the first five were me. Yeah, there you go. That being said, thousands of people try to call. And then you call. Mm -hmm. And then I know a person you're referring to. (laughs) And like, I often, it's so tiny. And like, and I often, like I'll miss it's a joke. I saw I was sitting at the bar with two of my coworkers and my roommate and my roommate knows that I'm like a fan of yours and, and, and the podcast and whatever. Um, and I always, always, always miss your tweet by like 30 seconds. And it's always too much, like just long enough that I never get through, which happened today. And I turned in with like, you got to figure out how I can get through faster. Like there's got to be a way on my phone. Um, cause I just panic. Um, and, uh, and as I was saying that it started to ring and I was like, Oh shit. So crazy, right? Yeah, this is wild. I mean, you can hear my, anyone who's anyone who's been listening to this show for a while can tell. I think I'm. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think I'm pretty good at rolling with a punch at this point. Uh-huh. I think I've learned how to just uh, stay in it. But you can tell I I am a, yeah. I am a little shell shocked. Oh no, I'm, so, I'm no, sorry. No, it's wild. I didn't want to do that to you. It's wild. <laughs> just for the listeners, just to be clear, this this is uh, yeah. I think you described it accurately. This is someone we run in the same circles. We have had numerous one-on-one conversations. <laughs> uh, Shit, yeah, that's <sighs> Yeah. Haven't seen each other in a bunch of years, but yeah, this is a wild one. It's weird. Yeah. I wonder what But the, again, somebody that Good. What are the ethics of this? I don't even know. I know. I honestly, yeah, and I don't want you to do or say anything that you know. Hey, but that's your call. But I, I also think. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's somebody who, like, you know, wouldn't be. I think you'd already have to know who this person was to be able to get it from anything we've said, right? I think you know what so. I mean. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's the that's the whole story, though. There's nothing beyond that but I'm excited about the convention <laughs> I like the pivot I like that you realize I'm my head is spinning so hard that I'm not going to be able to find my way out of this so you're like yeah hey, let's talk convention that's right baby May 14th 15th 16th 17th the beautiful Canonymous we'll see how it goes I will be there. I've been joking yeah, about it for like a solid year on the show yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I, uh, um, I'm wondering how you're gonna like, like. There's there are a couple of like I would. Hmm, I'm trying to think of what 
what I want to. There are like a few episodes where I think, listen to me. Now I'm on the planning committee. I hope you're okay with that. I plan. Absolutely. Uh, Pitch some I, ideas. <laughs> um, but uh, I think having the the Motor City Mayhem boys who, I mean, what a, you think, okay, this, our conversation is more wild than what happened there. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> you're giving anybody a run for their money. I'm telling you. Not trying to make you feel insecure, but this, this. You know what, though? Knowing that, like, knowing you and your whole, like, I'm almost honored. I'm like, um, I like, I feel bad that I've kind of, like, pulled the rug out from under you a little bit. But at the same time. No. Yeah. You gotta, like, Pat yourself on the back. Because I don't get thrown <laughs> easily at this point with these calls. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this, I got a half brother doesn't know about me. And he's your friend. That's, uh, that'll throw me through. Okay. So what's your pitch? What's your pitch for the convention? Um, so pickling demo from the boys. Already on the docket. Harry can vouch for me. I'm not just saying that. It's still your idea. The Motor City Mayhem boys have agreed to come out and hand out pickle samples as part of the convention. That was like, I was like driving, laughing and crying. I couldn't, they're just... I'm so glad you enjoyed yeah, it. I don't know. And I guess I we'll have to, maybe we'll hold this one until we've announced some of these events, Harry. But we also got, we're going to have uh, Whirlpool Galaxy giving a presentation on the most exciting developments in modern astrophysics. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to have the guy who bought a record oh store God. is going to be there selling records <gasps> and merchandise. Oh my God, that's so good. That's so funny. It's gonna I love that. Time. I love the, the practicality of it. We're going to have a Thomas's English muffin station where you can make your own <laughs> Thomas's English muffin. Get in them nooks and crannies. Really get in them nooks and crannies. Let that hot, yeah. smooth butter melt. And you want to use a knife. <laughs> and then with the Are you getting paid for this one? No. I'm, and I'm so mad because they didn't have a promo code. So I don't think they understand how oh. popular those ads were on our show. I've heard yeah. many people yeah. tell me that they regularly eat Thomas's English muffins because of that ad campaign. Maybe one of the most successful in the history of the show. And I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Thomas's back on board, man. Let's get I'm some more of those saying. let's get some more of those soft core pornographic Thomas's English muffin ads going. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, can, what you gotta do is they've got the half bagel thing now. Do you know about this? The half bagel. Why? What? It's like a it's like a nook, it's a English muffin bagel thing. So it's like a big fluffy ass bagel. Ooh. It's real good. Ooh. I'm getting paid for this one. That's the real, that's the <laughs> secret. The rest of that shit was a lie. It was to get me in. It's like guerrilla marketing. Now, can I pitch? I'm really here from English Muffin. Can I yeah. pitch you an idea for the convention? Absolutely. You meet your secret half-brother face-to-face <laughs> on stage at the Bell House, baby. <laughs> I march you out there. I march this guy God. out there. And we sit you down. We listen to you talk. <laughs> I don't know that I I would never be in love with that idea. (laughs) I would never put you in that situation in 10 million years. I would have to be a sociopath. I'd have to be a sociopath to think that. This is not a healthy way to do this. That would be the least healthy way. No, absolutely. I mean, but yeah, I'm not the one who stayed. I mean, what could happen? Like my life is already, you know, my dad's dead and my mom's a lunatic and I'm, you know, contingent faculty at a tiny state college. So, like, I don't stand to lose too much. Not that you could stand to lose. You know what I mean. I just can imagine that um, it would be a little more complicated for him than for me. Well, it would certainly blindside him. If I reached out, I was like, hey, come be a part of this thing. I got a bit for you. And then I <laughs> march him out in front of a few hundred people. Here's... Here's a secret memory of your family. Cool bit, right? No, I would never do that to you or him. So, you out of your okay, mind? So here's the deal. Is I just assumed that this would be something you'd agree upon. And you're talking about just dragging this. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, I'm joking. No. I'm joking. I would never. I Believe it or not, I do have some sense of responsibility for this call. <laughs> you would let somebody else do that to you, though, is the thing. Oh, I yeah. Like. That's like my dream comedy experience. Oh, <laughs> exactly. you want to uh, yeah. completely rearrange the very foundation of how I thought my life worked on stage? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, cool. Let's see how this goes. I would say five or six years ago, I would have done that in a heartbeat. I would have been like, yeah, anything weird on stage. And now I'm like... <laughs> Maybe this is part of why I'm so mentally mixed up a lot of the time is because I allow my whole life to become a performance art experiment. Yeah, I feel that. I think if I were less 
I think it's a good thing for me that I have a lot of social anxiety. Yeah. I think that like um, I I lean toward chaos in that way too, in much smaller doses. How but, so? What's that mean? But I get that. I just you know I'm I kind of just like like you said I just kind of roll with it and I will move toward the the crazier option of two. Just I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. Not in like a, now I sound like I think I'm like 500 days of summer or some shit, but um, <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know. What else are we doing? I like, I know, like, if I'm ever in a situation where there's like a fight happening in public, like if there's a fight across the way, mm-hmm. I'll always instinctively start like heading towards it. <laughs> and my wife is like, so- my wife is like, what are you doing? Stop, stop. And I'm like, no, I got to pick who's on the side of right and join another team. <laughs> talking about? So right. I was raised. Right, I have to size this up in an instant. And then, yeah. And let, then this is my thing now. Let me have a gut instinct moment of deciding who the hero is and who the villain is and see if I can exactly. help the hero. Yeah, of course. That's, I mean, that's exactly it. What else? Like, not an ethical consideration of, of both sides of an argument or. Yeah. Why would we do that? And then my wife's like, maybe you shouldn't uh, just sniff, sniff out trouble at all times and try to be on the fringe of it. I think that's one of my problems in life is I always want to be on the fringe of something yeah, that's yeah, trouble. Yep. So that's how you are? I feel that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I find myself in, in situations where I'm like, why not this also, you know? But, uh. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think you can probably gather I come from a tumultuous uh, background to begin with. So I think it's just, I think I've gotten, I've calmed down a little in my, in my older age, but. Yeah. You know. I have no excuse. I have. Well, has the kid. Yeah. Has, has I de- he slowed you down some? No, I mean, I had already slowed down a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, really worked hard to get my head together. And, you know, then also got mm-hmm. older and even my comedy, even like the Get Through show by the end. I, one of the things, you know, when it was when it was clearly approaching its end, one of the things I was really aware of, I'm like, well, I've really evolved as a person. And this show is reflective of me when I was a maniac six or seven years ago. <laughs> this came out of my head joy. when I was unhinged. And now I'm hinged. So yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. For and sure. I love, a, don't get me wrong, I loved doing it up until the end. And when yeah. it was fun, it was still the most fun thing in my life. But then, you know, when you're getting network notes and they're not fun, it's just kind of like. Right. And when you're playing like a character of yourself, especially, I mean, maybe I don't want to tell you about who you are, but like you seem like somebody who's very interested in being yourself, you know, like yeah. authentically. Um, and so I can imagine when you're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess that I can say. and then it's funny I don't know because it sounds like you enjoyed the Gethard show which I appreciate and I know not all the beautiful so honest listeners do but you know one thing well I've they been, should be yeah I mean it's fine not everybody likes everything and I'm the I'm the weirdo who has to have all my projects be <laughs> uh, completely different from each other in a way I have like four fan bases and if they if I could just get them all in one place I'd be I'd be very well known, but it's okay. I, it's oh, not, yeah, I'm not for him, but I, it's I I I don't want to talk too much about this. But one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is like uh, a lot of the Gethard Show fans are like, "Oh, you weren't into it anymore by the end, or you were, you know, you sold it out or whatever." But what well, people don't know is I was actually going through perhaps the hardest stretch of my personal life during that same time, really? unrelated to the show. But you can't really go out there and say that because of the right. circumstances of what it was. And uh, it's just a tough time. And I, I had to grow up fast. I had to grow up fast, as I yeah. was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should be able to, though. I think that that's, that it's kind of bullshit that, that we can't be. Like, I think that that maybe, um, <clears throat> as somebody who does, I think, you know, like four different fan bases or whatever, I think I probably were, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of into some most, all the stuff you do, but all like right. you're the one. Thank you. <laughs> there's more. There's more than there's more than just me. I'm sure. Um, but uh, I, um, I think that we should be able to to have every side of like. So, um, so I'm an instructor, right? And a lot of what 
we do in class is like is taking on this kind of teacher role. Um, and I have a really hard time with that. So like my students know immediately that I'm queer and that I have ADHD and that, you know what I mean? Like not immediately. I don't walk in. I'm like, Hey, I'm queer and I have ADHD, but like, I don't keep those things separate. Cause I think that's why, like how much better would it have been for you to be able to like, listen, y'all like this is worked out for me right now for these other reasons. Yeah. And you need to know that like, it's not about, it's not about this thing. Well, <laughs> It's one of the things that made me really value the past iterations of the show where it could do that. Yeah. And then you're on right, cable yeah, and you're like, yeah. Comedy Network bought this, so it always has to be funny and I gotta just God. I just gotta get locked it's and loaded and go yeah. do the job, you know? It's like I'm very lucky and I'm in a cushy industry, but it's like at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I'm still a guy from North Jersey where it's like, nope, you punch <laughs> in and you do your job, you know? Yeah. So, I did it, but it's okay. Anyway, what subjects do you teach? What subjects are you teaching? Let's pause there. You guys can tell. We got to. We got we to talk about some more. We gotta, this is one of those ones where you got to come up for air every once in a while. So we're going to come up for air, talk about some other stuff. We'll get back to it, though. In the meantime, check out our ads. We'll be right back. We all know making small changes can be really positive. can have a healthy effect on your lifestyle. The right towel turns a bathroom into a spa. You can make all these upgrades with Brooklinen. You know Brooklinen as the internet's favorite sheets, but they're also home to bedding, loungewear, towels, and more with over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. Now they have everything for life essentials. Shower curtains, bath mats, robes, totes, final details that help you make a big upgrade. Just this very morning, I stepped out of the shower and I stepped onto a Brooklyn and bath mat, and it felt good under my feet to the degree that I noticed. I hadn't realized it was the Brooklyn and one that was out. And before I even looked down, I said, "That's Brooklyn and right there." And then I grabbed myself an old, good old Brooklyn and towel, and I dried myself off, and I felt great about it. And it is. It's thick. It's fluffy. It works. I love it. Love my Brooklyn and stuff. High quality stuff. You can hear in my voice. This is real. Brooklinen.com, it's the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklinen so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. So go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code STORIES only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code STORIES. And hey, New Yorkers, if you're listening, you can get the internet's favorite sheets in real life. Visit Brooklinen's first store in Brooklyn at 127 Kent Ave in Williamsburg. Brooklinen. Everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Thank you to everybody who advertises on Beautiful Anonymous. Now let's get back to this conversation. Anyway, what subjects do you teach? What subjects are you teach in? Um, I teach all kinds of. Sh- well, so I'm kind of lucky. Um, I I teach freshman comp, which is which is fine. It's whatever. I like it enough. Um, but that's usually all you get as somebody with us. So I have a master's degree. I don't have my PhD. Um, but I'm really lucky, and I'm at another university uh, where I teach um, upper-level electives. So I teach, like, children's lit, and I teach a, a class that's, like, a critical theory class. Um, so I get to do a bunch of different stuff. It just depends on what they need. Wow. So, yeah. That comp, freshman that's comp, like that's... I had to do that at Rutgers. It was called expository yeah. writing. Is it that? Is it that where you just make sure these people know how to put two sentences together in the way that professors want? Yeah. So they pretend like it's something more than that. Like there's a lot of like uh, I could talk comp theory. I won't do that to you. I know your feelings on higher ed, but um, I know my feelings on higher ed too. <laughs> um, uh, they like to pretend it's more than that, but no. At the end of the day, if they come out, you know double spacing there it's it, even down to that like getting the font right on an assignment they're happy right so so it's your job to like pull a kid aside at the end of a semester and be like hey you're not an english major <laughs> i don't here's well here's what's what kind of wants about that is like i don't in the comp classes i've been doing it for three teaching comp for like three years now um and i think i've had two or three english majors so you're just reading there are no english majors <laughs> yeah, they don't exist anymore. Got, yeah, no, people got hip to it. Hip to what? <laughs> to the lack of uh it's really fucking hard. It is hard to make a career in higher ed because I mean, you know, 
people get tenure and they hang on forever. My department is full of a bunch of old white dudes who refuse to retire. Um, and, uh, and so there's, there's less for the rest of us. And then the rest of us just, you know, if you love teaching, like it, what I make is like a joke. Um, I'm, I can't imagine that like, if I wanted to start a family or something, what I would do, it's just me that I take care of. So it's fine. Um, but, but you can't, it's just like, it's just not sustainable. Um, especially when you could go work in IT or whatever and make a killing. So why do you think it is that we, and I think everybody is in agreement. I don't think there's anybody out there that's like, these teachers need to stop complaining. They get paid more than enough. I don't think there's one person on earth who's, who doesn't agree. Why do we do that? It seems like a bad idea. That the, the old white dudes get all the money, you mean? No, just, the, just the idea of like teachers, you know, you put children in rooms with teachers and oh, tell yeah. the children, hey, this education affects the entire course of your life. And then from preschool teachers up through college professors, the people in charge of that stewardship are criminally underpaid. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we do it. And I think it's, it's pretty gross. Um, I mean, I hate money anyway. So like, it's like the whole thing is frustrating to me. Um, but it's, it's crazy to think about. And especially when, so I don't know, this is something I didn't know until I started um, at this school in particular, but state colleges, you can find out everybody's salary. And I would sit in a classroom with, with an instructor and just look up how much money they were making because they're tenured. <laughs> it's disgusting. Right. Cause they're technically, making, they're technically state employees. So that's taxpayer yeah, money you're yep. allowed to know about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get angry, Google your, uh, your old uh, Rutgers instructors, it'll be for it'll any, really your day up. for anybody out there. You want to get really yeah, angry. You want to really get angry. Google the salary of your state university's football coach. If you really want oh, to get angry. God. There was a while there where uh, the old Rutgers football coach was the highest paid state employee in the state of New Jersey. Highest paid. More than the <laughs> governor. That's insane. And I'm sure that's work. Like, I'm not saying it's not. Like, fine. But, like, I know. I know the football. You know what I mean? Like, I know what a football coach is. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing? Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's a racket. Football coaches, by all means, it's uh, long days and a lot of work. And I'm not saying you don't deserve some money. But if you're adding, sure. it, it isn't that just reflective of this? Like, if anything is reflective of the strange state of education and education in the United States being a commercial venture and the NCAA and the way it affects mm -hmm. the colleges and the exploitation of athletes and these young kids yep. who are putting their bodies on the line and they don't make a dollar. If there's anything that kind of um, puts a magnifying on glass that, on that, I would argue, look at a football coach's salary and then look at a professor, even a tenured professor's salary. Yeah. And yeah. think about how much money is getting thrown around and how maybe education has been commodified, but hey, that's just me. Yep. No, I mean, I, it's just you and a lot of other people, in, including myself. It's a hard, not to whatever. Where, I'm assuming we're right on time. Um, not, I don't know why that's my... 13 um, but, minutes uh, left. How many? 13. Holy shit. Man, I, yeah, I talk too much, but... Um, well, no, time really flies when we're finding out that I've had actual sit-down meals <laughs> with your secret family. Time really flies. <laughs> Is that true? Oh, I've 100% broken bread with that person. Uh, I have sat... I have sat in... I remember specific places where I have sat and eaten food and, and consumed drinks with the exact person who's your secret family member. That, so, to be... Yeah, I was not expecting you to have that that close of a... Of, or that, I don't know, whatever, of a relationship with with this particular person i don't know that i would have uh yeah that's not, <laughs> yeah uh, more than more than a tangential crossover in the venn diagram for sure that's that's what i thought it was gonna be no i would tell you more details but it would legitimately <gasps> out this person yeah no don't don't do that maybe uh next time i'm at a show i'll uh yeah We'll sit down. Oh, we'll have a little know. chat. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you let me know. That would chat. Be, yeah, no, that would be, I'd be uh, interested in that. It's just crazy to think about. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, we were slamming the state of money in education. Yeah, it sucks. And I'm somebody who's in the middle of it. And like, and I say it all the time, it's bullshit, the money I make. And I think if they offered me tenure, I'd say like, hell yes. And I'd feel guilty about it forever. But like, those, those are your kind of your two options. I mean, you can be um, full-time faculty who isn't on tenure track, but like, it's so precarious. So I don't know. I've been thinking know. a lot lately. You said you hate money and you're talking about money and you, how you'd still have to lock in the tenure track even though you've you know, come to resent it as the system. And I've really... And look, I grew up where money... I, I'm actually... I'll say this. I was pretty proud. I've never... There have been very few choices I've made in my life that were driven by money. And I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. I was always driven by my instincts creativity, integrity, happy about that. And, you know, I had a TV show and I've done some stuff. And at a certain point, I started making more money than I used to. And I just try to live like I always have so that I have a safety net. But I will say, you look at the state of the world right now, and it's hard not to believe that so much of the tension and so much of the heartbreaking stuff you see in the news, the end of the day, comes down to money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's, it's hard not to believe it because it's, it's a hundred percent true. Right. Like, and it's crazy. What is, I don't know. So much of it. Like you see, you see like protesters in Hong Kong getting killed in the streets and you Mm -hmm. see that there's, you know, more and more reports that it seems like there are actual concentration camps in China for a specific ethnic group. And you see some of the images that people are sneaking out of these camps and they are, I mean, beyond disturbing, but, but, you know, China, China manufactures our t-shirts, so we're not going to go in there. Like, it's hard not to feel completely dismayed, completely dismayed. Yeah, I talk to my students about that all the time. I was just talking about um, that with them and I was like, and like, and, you know, giving an example almost exactly like that. And then I'm like, and do I know who made my sweatshirt? Like, I have no idea. Um, I'm probably, you know, we're all complicit in it, but what are we, I hate, what are we supposed to do? Cause that's lazy and throwaway, but like, but at the same time, what are we supposed to do? It sucks. Yeah. And now there's a whole brand. And now let me say this. There are activists in this world who are out on the streets and on the front lines of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I am massively respectful of them. But of there's, course, yeah. There's also a whole system in place where it's becoming clearer and clearer, in my opinion. There's a whole lot of ways that you can feel like you're participating in activism online and the powers that be have realized that it has no lasting effect on them. So they can Absolutely. just ignore it. Absolutely. And they can... Yep. Well, but, and in fact... Yeah. No, you go for it. In fact, what? <laughs> in fact, that's part of it, is letting that, that happen so people feel like... Well, we're doing something, you know? exactly Um, what I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, cool. We got this platform where you can uh, express your opinion, get a bunch of likes, and feel like, yeah, I've done my part. Mm -hmm. And then the next next issue comes along, and you all forget about that one, and we get to keep doing what we do. That's exactly right. It's discouraging. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's certainly fucked. I don't know what... I don't even know. I don't know. That's my, that's my takeaway there. I think the, it's one of the reasons that teaching is important to me because I, I know there's not, it's defeatist to say there's not a whole lot that I can do, but um, I really, I like, I said I like fucking a kid's day up and that's not what I meant, but like they come in and they haven't, they haven't thought about this stuff and it's not their fault. Like, you know, I didn't think about this stuff until, until I, I really had to, to sit down and, and, and pay attention or whatever, but you know, Helping people sit down and pay attention, I think, is important. And yeah, I don't know. I always feel guilty. I go on these little rants, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm a guy with a, I'm a guy with a podcast, but I still got an iPhone in my pocket, and probably every piece of clothing I'm wearing was made by somebody who is economically exploited, and. Mm-hmm. 
It's easy. That's the other thing. It's easy for me to sit here and spout off, but I'm not trying to feel self-righteous because I know I'm not doing enough. I'm aware of it. Well, but I don't know. And I think, I don't know, now I'm going to sound dismissive, but like, what would be enough? What's enough that you could do? Well, that's, you know? that's the whole problem, right? It's like, what am I yeah. going to do? What am I? It's it's me. What am I going to do to get through to Jeff Bezos? Like, he owns literal <laughs> islands. He owns this half of New I Zealand. Mean, like, think, what am yeah, I going to do? Like, you off the planet if he wanted. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm an, like, I'm a, yeah. I got an American studies degree from Rutgers University like, <laughs> and a podcast. Like, what am I? I'm not, am I really the one who has to step up to the plate here and to fix this? Because it uh, feels like there, there's so many, well, that's what's daunting, right? There's so many people trying and there's so many people yeah. who seem qualified and they can't get things to move. They right, can't right. get these mountains to move. Exactly. So how am yeah. I going to do And I think, it? I know, right, right. And I know you're not saying that to like invite praise, but I think that what you are doing is is the important thing, right? Is that we do get to, Listen to something that 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 connects us, and and to I know we don't have time for me to to do this, but career suicide is so 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 important uh, to me. That's nice. I, yeah. I can't tell you. I'm a, and like and I, I listen. We've been. In, it sounds like at the very. I don't know if we've met, but having seen me do stand up, we've been. In, that's a very intimate venue. You know, I'm just. That's super kindy to say, but at the end of the day, I'm just some dude with a podcast. Yeah, selling you, you, like selling you socks. That, At the end of the day, I'm just selling you <laughs> socks over here, you know? Yeah, and I buy the fucking socks. They're great socks, right? <laughs> and and I, I mean, that's what sucks about some of this stuff is the socks are good. <laughs> I have in the under description. Like, I'm a sucker for a lot of the stuff, but I trust you guys. Like, you and there are a couple other podcasts that I like. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now we're talking about socks. I don't know how we got here. Yeah, I know. But, uh, I know. Of all the things but, to be talking uh, about now, it sucks. <laughs> But but yeah no that that uh that special um, in particular I, I gotta tell you and I send it to people who oh. I, I know need to hear it and so you're do I mean you're doing real work I tried I, know that, I tried in my yeah, day and now the young books with uh, the energy can try but that's super nice of you and I'm just very happy that I've no done way. my part I just, you were just around and you killed it was it was. It's I mean, that was just what was that last month? Yeah I'm quitting I'm quitting Please. comedy anytime listen it's four <laughs> minutes left we got four yeah, minutes right. left. I want to okay. ask you, because yes. I'm in the middle of this, and I'm not trying to be more involved, but I just want to know if you, <laughs> well, no, a very, very honest question. If you go through life and you never connect with these family members that you know about and where you're fairly certain mm -hmm. they don't know about you, yeah, are you going to get to the end of your life? Are you going to regret that? Or are you going to be fine with that? Um, I think... Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? Um, I think if I had a different family life growing up, I'd be fine with that. I think that to me, it feels like there's another, there's like a way it could have maybe been different, which is kind of crazy. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's something I think about is, is yeah, I don't know. Is that an answer? That's not an answer. Is no, it? it is. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. I would imagine, yeah, if you had a tumultuous childhood that left you without a foundation and you realize, oh, and then there's this sort of like mirror image family. I wonder what yeah. it was actually like yeah. for them. I, I could see how that could linger right. in your guts. Right. And I'm sure, and you might know, <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, things aren't probably weren't hundred percent rosy over there either. They aren't for anybody ever. So, right. So there's also that I have this kind of like preserved idea of this, what could have been very different and maybe it wouldn't have been who, who, who knows. Yeah. But it'll, that's a thought that'll stay in there. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe I, uh, you think I should send, uh, the, the, <laughs> I almost said his name, the father person, uh, um, another message. Well, you look think? at the end of the day, who cares what I think? Well, yeah, I mean, I know. At the end of the day, I'm just a guy, but I, I would just, just on the level that it was important to you once and that we all know that Facebook has a folder where if you don't, <laughs> if you're not friends, the person, you know, high chance they never know yeah. about it. I would just think just on that level, you owe it to yourself to try to figure out at least another way or two. Maybe. Just because, because uh, that's the other thing, right? 
what if this guy, what if this guy finds out about this mess? And again, no offense, I'm not trying to be ageist, but you know, this is someone who's clearly older. Maybe technology is not their thing. Maybe they don't know about this folder. I didn't know about this folder for mm-hmm. years. So yeah. what if they open it up and see this message four years old and they go, oh my God, I feel so guilty. It's been four years, you know, like there's oh God, that, yeah, that maybe. might be happening right now. And I guess it's not like he, if he has read it and ignored me, he can read it and ignore me again, right? There you go. There it's you not, go. But, but you know what? You're you're very wise, Chris. <laughs> not really, <laughs> but I roll with the punches. <laughs> there you go. I love that. Well, we got one minute left. Huh. And I just want to say, I just want to say once again, the offer's on the table. I know this is awkward and it's very strange that I've been... Uh, you know, become a, a cog in this, but human to human. I didn't mean to do that. To no, you. <laughs> I know you didn't. I know you didn't. But human to human, if it ever hits a point where you're like, hey, I actually think I'd like to get in touch with that person, um, you know, do reach back out to us because I can't, I can, I can make that. I can, what a weird thing to hear after all these years of you wondering about this. I could introduce you to your half brother like tomorrow. Oh my God. I could Bless get that by the, within a week, I could get this set up. So just let me know. That, that, that's a, <laughs> I, I don't know, but I appreciate that, that offer so, so much. But maybe by May, maybe when the, when the uh, fucking convention comes around, maybe we'll be uh, pulling some Jerry Springer shit, right? You never no, know. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we are not. I joked about it before. We are not reuniting <laughs> you with your family at the beautiful con. <laughs> In the bell house, okay? We'll all just eat English cool. muffins and be cool. Do some karaoke. <laughs> that sounds good, too. That sounds good, too. I love that. <laughs> well, our hour is up. This was a right. fascinating one. I don't know how it all... Who knows what the listeners think? <laughs> I can never predict it, yeah. but wow, for me, this one got yeah. weird. Uh, well, thank you so, so, so much, Chris, for everything. Seriously. Please. You thank you. Keep teaching the youth of America and fighting the good fight. And if there's anything you ever (laughs) need from me as far as helping with this one, I'm happy to help. Well, thank you so much. Caller, thank you. I'm going to say thank you for calling. I'm also going to say you've handed me a burden. You've handed me a burden that I don't know how to do. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll figure it out. And if you ever need my help, I'm here. Thank you for calling. That was wild. Thank you to Jared O'Connell, to Harry Nelson, to Shell Shag. You know about me, ChrisGeth.com. Like the show, Apple Podcasts, rate and you subscribe. We'll see you next time. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous. It is quite funny, though, because I am not British myself. You're and not. I'm here defending them, which is rather funny. No, no, I'm, I'm actually originally from Italy, but my parents are actually from Morocco. So this might be a farce in the show again. I don't think you've ever had any callers from North Africa in general, have you? I don't think so. So what, you're, you're of Moroc- so, a Moroccan um, descent, born in Italy, living in England? Yes, indeed, yeah. That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Have you ever needed a doctor late at night or when you're traveling? Teladoc gives you 24-7 access to board-certified doctors anytime, anywhere for non-emergency conditions. Their board-certified doctors can diagnose, treat, and prescribe medication when medically necessary. Teladoc is available through most insurance or employers at $45 or less a visit. Download the app today or visit teladoc.com slash stories to register today. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash stories.